Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. United States of America, we've been entrusted with great opportunity. Most of us have at least basic intelligence. You know, we have half a brain. We have opportunity. We have education. We have all these things available to us. So you have a duty to Him to be diligent. If you have wealth, does that mean you can't be a follower of Christ? As Scripture warns, it certainly will be harder, but it's not impossible. In today's message, Pastor Robert will explain that those things can be an opportunity. Instead of burning it all up, dedicate its use to serving God and make sure He always comes first. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 3 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. thought that being God's chosen people gave them a free pass to then go and, and, and be greedy and gluttonous and because they were going to heaven no matter what. And so they could just kind of live pretty much however they wanted. In their minds, material wealth was evidence of God's favor and blessing because he had promised to bless and prosper the righteous. So the wealthier you were, the more righteous you must be And John the Baptist said, you're a bunch of snakes. Somebody must have warned you or or you wouldn't have even known that you needed to repent. So go live a life that shows that you actually have repented. Let us see some fruit, make some changes, and then we'll buy this, this idea that your heart is being directed toward God. You know, a lot of people today have misunderstood God's grace and, and think the same way that the Pharisees and the Sadducees thought, that, that having been baptized or, or confirmed or w- whatever, you know, r- ritual observances, going to church, giving to the church, supporting the church, that this kind of stuff somehow impresses God and obtains favor. But the scriptures teach us that God is always looking at our hearts And so here's the question that I think each of us needs to ask. Does my heart really belong to God? I mean, is is my love for God the primary reality of my life? Or is the primary reality for me actually my desire for comfort, my desire for pleasure, my desire for security? You know what I find in South Florida? I mean, I I had this conversation with a couple of young adults last week. We have so many people in South Florida who have come from such impoverished 
backgrounds, whether we're talking about the islands or, you know, somewhere in Central America, South, South America, where, where there was not as much opportunity readily available as there is here. And so there's often so much pressure on the children and young adults to get all the education you can get and then make something happen for yourself. Listen to me carefully. That's idolatry. It's sin. Why do I say that? Because you're making it all about you. The Bible never does that. Like one of the pastors that I've come to appreciate always says, God loves you. He is for you, but it's not all about you. And anytime you find yourself making it all about you, repent. The balance of that is that the Bible teaches us to be diligent stewards of what God has entrusted to us. So we live here in the United States of America. We've been entrusted with great opportunity. Most of us have at least basic intelligence. You know, we have half a brain. We have opportunity. We have education. We have all these things available to us. So you have a duty to him to be diligent, but he's the focus. Being faithful to him is the focus. Ambition for God's glory needs to be the focus, not ambition for you to make something of yourself. You see the difference? It used to, I mean, it used to really baffle me because the Bible does talk about how, you know, that the blessing of the Lord makes one wealthy. The blessing of the Lord will make one rich and he adds no sorrow to it, but then he he talks over and over about how the desire for riches is wickedness. It's like, where's the balance in here, Lord? And one day, I, you know, be diligent in your love for me, God says, you'll end up wealthy. Maybe not in material resources because not everybody's in a place where that's going to happen. But he will take care of you. He will give you abundance. He will... You know, but he's the focus in that. The focus is not you always having an abundance. The focus is not on yourself. Is that, you see what I mean? He loves us so much. And he has set things up in such a way that if you'll just work hard and be diligent, you'll succeed. But if success becomes the focus and the motivator, well, now you're in sin. You need to repent. I remember realizing one day financial security is just such an illusion like Solomon talks about, it goes away in a heartbeat. He never goes away, and he has promised to always take good care of you. So stay close to him. Do you need to repent today? Is there something that you need to, to actually turn from and refocus your attention on your father? Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you're coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. And when he'd been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting Upon him, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Jesus had lived a sinless life. There was no need of repentance 
in the life of Jesus. So why did he want to be baptized by John? Baptism is a public declaration of full devotion and consecration to God. It's that public expression that my life from this day forward is going to be lived unto the Lord with a focus on his glory, obedience to him. I'm on a mission. It's a mission that he's given me. It's all about him. New life directed toward God, lived for God. Jesus was declaring that. That had been true for him before. Do you understand? But there in the Jordan River, he's making that declaration. By the way, if you've never been baptized, since you put your faith in the Lord Jesus, and that's an important thing. I don't care if you were baptized as a kid like I was. It meant nothing in my life. Baptized as a baby. If you've not been baptized since you put your faith, your trust in the Lord Jesus, and you'd like to be baptized, let us know. We'll do it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It's a reasonable thing to do. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, Jesus, by being baptized there publicly in front of everybody, was he was declaring that he was offering his entire being to the Father in his service to fulfill his will. We're, we're told right there in Romans chapter 1 that it's the right thing to do for us. Let me read it to you again. So important. I beseech, I beg you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, that you would give yourself completely to him. In John chapter 6, verse 37, Jesus said, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.